Yo mama don't wear no drawers. We, y'all were here. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first line in this story I have to read. Your mama don't wear tonight. no drawers. You know, the one that's due at midnight. No, oh, good. <laughs> good. <laughs> good luck to you. Good yeah, you know, that's what I do. <laughs> Procrastinate. I'm What's up, y'all? Hey, y'all. How y'all doing? We're back for another dim podcast. All right. Well, are we still giving names? Okay, good. Yes, we should. Absolutely. You never know who's new. Never know. Listening. Never know. If you didn't know already, this mm-hmm. is Dier, Demarcus, Dier. Some people. Okay, yeah. Go ahead. Say your names first. <laughs> just, and then no, I'll just go get just get it straight. Just right go ahead and get it straight you know, now. People have been confused. They're like, I don't. I haven't heard your voice on the podcast yet. <laughs> I am also Dier. I go by Dier or Demarcus. I know some of y'all know me by Demarcus. Mm-hmm. Dier is my middle name. I go by Dier when I'm with Dem. Right. Okay. Off the fades. So right. there we go. I am Eric. <laughs> I'm Mike. And we are dim. Dim, 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 dim. So what we starting off with? I want to start off with a little icebreaker game like we used to do. I'm gonna start with an icebreaker. We create our own music. Right. This is very clear cut, simple. Um, the game is called Have You Ever? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you ever loved somebody so much it makes you cry? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, yo. Yes. Good job. Um, so basically have you ever is the okay. question and something will follow <laughs> okay. oh gosh now can be passed you do not have to explain yourself you can just say yes i have or no i have not okay are we allowed to explain ourselves you are allowed to explain okay. yourself but you don't have to all right it's not a requirement so i'll start yes. off some i'll start off with the easy stuff okay cool and cool. it will roll into this you know a little bank more. robberies <laughs> right yeah, riots. You know. right yeah stuff okay. like that Good. so have you ever held or petted a wild animal? Yes. I can't remember. <laughs> I'm going to say yes because I've been to a zoo, I'm, I'm sure. Oh, you can't pet no animals at zoos. There are pet. There are pet. Oh, yeah, you can. Zoos. That's right. You can. And in New Orleans on a swamp tour, I petted an alligator. Oh, wow. Yeah, it yeah. says wild like a, animal. Like a, like, yeah, like it's a wild animal. It's a yeah. wild yeah. animal. Okay, I don't yeah. remember. Like a, It was a baby alligator, but. Yeah. I'm going to say yes because, you know, like snakes and stuff. Yeah, you find yeah. outside, pick up. And... I honestly cannot remember. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> have you Fine ever dogs. broken a bone? I have never broken a bone in my entire I life. I haven't either. And when I was a kid, I used to be jealous because some of the kids had like chests. Uh, yeah, and I never, I never <laughs> like got to war have wounds one. and I want, stuff. I yeah. want that attention. <laughs> I, basically, I've, n- I've never broken a bone in my entire life. I've never nah. sprained a, sprained an ankle or anything either. I've pulled muscles. I've had cartilage damage. I've never had a cast, a brace, that. or anything. Have like I that. had, had a brace? fractures? I guess those count. The, yeah, the <laughs> yeah. I've had rats so, yes. on my legs, like you know, from pulling. I fractured muscle. my left wrist. Oh wow! Twice. A fracture is oh, just no. a degree of breakage. As yeah. Far as I'm concerned. yeah, I've had stitches. That anyways, count. I know. That so count. no broken bones. <laughs> um, <laughs> have you ever broken something like a window and ran away? <laughs> we. When me, Marcus Arsenault, and Michael Arsenault, I'm going to call their whole names out, we were wrestling uh-huh. at our old house on uh, Parkwood, and Michael slammed Marcus into a wall and broke, broke a hole in the wall, <laughs> and we covered it up with like this decorative little doll my mom had in the oh, hallway, oh, and we just kind of put God. it, yeah, but then there's a lot more. We Did broke she ever a lot find of out? 
She did eventually. <laughs> we broke a lot of stuff and glued it back together. Like, oh, all wow. Because we were, it was four boys. We were roughhouse yeah, yeah. all the time. So I trust We me, broke I stuff all the time and glued stuff. My gluing back together skills is on point. <laughs> yeah, my parents think they know everything and, like, no, you don't because we was that good. That yeah. is hilarious. Me, Valerie Williams, Keith Jenkins, oh, and gosh. Alton McCallum. One time we went um, egg and houses. <laughs> And we must, the window must have been fragile because one of the windows we broke. Oh, well, eggs, wow. eggs are pretty. Yeah, I guess again, I mean, if, you hard, if you throw enough, it hard yeah, enough, yeah. yeah. Wow. That's wow. true. Yeah. But I was like, I was a teenager and like a young, like 13 or 12, like maybe like 12 or 13. Don't try, to, don't try to get it right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. I was 19. Take no, play. Right. I, like a I was 23. You need to take responsibility. <laughs> <All right. laughs> we, it was fun child. though, y'all. It was exhilarating. We went worse with that. We did use eggs. You see, the truth came out. It was exhilarating. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right. he, was, he was so sorry. I was so sorry, but it was exhilarating. <laughs> I was alive. Breaking people's windows. It's vandalism, we, Michael. Right. We used, How do you we used eggs, right. but we froze them first. Oh, no, see. That's even worse, though. <laughs> Y'all could kill somebody with that. Well, we threw it. We, okay, so there was like this abandoned like school bus or something. If you died from just, a hard egg, yeah. that would be so... <laughs> embarrassing. Yes. I'd come back and haunt you just for making me have an embarrassing mm. non-warrior-like death. That is crazy. If I die, I want it to be a, a fantastic fight to the death. Right. With a warrior of... Of equal or greater value. That's crazy. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Not no damn you egg. You're so stupid. <laughs> I got egg to death. And y'all already doing that some abandoned buses. Have you ever... Uh, well, actually, I'll probably ask both of these. Have you ever lied to get something cheaper than it was? Hmm. hmm. I don't think so. No. I don't think so either. No. Ever lied I'm going to say no. I told the truth to get something cheaper than yes, it was. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever. No, no, yeah. not that. I'm gonna say no. no I really had to think about it too. Yeah, I don't. Really, I w- don't get me wrong. I can be a liar, but that's not a g- adequate motivation for me. Yeah, not to get nothing cheaper. Yeah, nah. Have you f- ever found a wallet or a money that someone dropped? Yes. Oh yeah, definitely. Yes. Money. Money. Well, wait. Oh wait. Did you? Wait, oh, wait, did, you, did, you did I? You saw someone drop? It just says found a wallet or or money that someone dropped. Well, that's the assumption. Yeah, I found money and returned it. Yeah, okay. I did a hey, who is this? You know, blah 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 for you know. Yeah, and so and the rightful party stepped up. I think mm. most people, contrary to popular belief, are pretty honest about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I think so. I, yeah, I found cash when no one was around, so it was mine. <laughs> I mean, hey, no man. one was around. I mean, hey, ain't no, ain't no, ain't <laughs> no nobody there. Around. It's mine. So Listen. breaking windows, giving money. <laughs> Mike is not the person you think he is. That's my blessing, Lord. <laughs> That's what I said. Look at the Lord giving me blessings. I know, Mike. I was, I didn't know you at this point, um, Dear Demarcus. <laughs> what if that is your real name? No, Whatever. I, but Mike knows I was robbed at gunpoint oh, not yes. long after I came up here, mm-hmm. and yeah. my wallet was stolen right before Christmas, mm-hmm. and I didn't have enough time to get my identification stuff to get home. And um, this woman found my wallet mm. outside of her church. She said Jesus told her to look down. That's right. I remember. And I got I my remember stuff. You just, told me about that. Yeah, I got yeah. my stuff just in time. So I was really grateful that she. Mm. These people robbed me at gunpoint for a twenty dollar bill amount because everything else was cards and I canceled them. It happened mm. to me. You know, in it's Philly. twenty whatever. Yeah. You know, if I don't carry a whole lot of cash on me like ever, right. you know, unless I have it for a specific reason. But, right. Yeah, I just canceled that cards. But my whole point is, she found the wallet and um buy a dumpster outside of her church wow. she was like they told me jesus said look down joycelyn <laughs> and i looked down <laughs> not your saw, peripheral vision but jesus <laughs> <laughs> and i knew it i knew it was for you that's so because I mean, if i'm walking especially in a straight line 
I'm pretty sure I'm gonna see something on the. Ground. You know she testified about it in church. You know she did. You know she did, and it was right around you the block from where did. I was robbed. Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Look what the Lord has done. Anyway. <laughs> All right, let's get a little more adult with these. Let's get oh, adult. here we go. He- oh God. Here we go. Well, this was not a- until the time. Have you ever lied about your age? Yes. <laughs> I was about to lie. Uh, you know, the, the knee-jerk reaction is to say no, but back when I first used to hang out with my cuz, I'm not gonna name his name, don't yeah. worry, um, cousin. But in Atlanta, I was not old enough to get into the clubs. Mm. And he had another friend named Eric, and I would use his ID. He was older. Mm-hmm. I was like what nineteen, and he was, and his friend Eric was twenty one, ha- and happened to look similar to mm-hmm. me. So I would use his ID, and I would lie and say I was twenty one. Gotcha. Mm, I have not lied about my age before. I also lied to sing at a club, at a nightclub. Oh yeah, I'm gonna say yes, but I don't remember what the circumstances really? were. Hmm. I really don't remember, but I'm pretty sure I have. It was more yeah. me, me lying to say I was older. I've lied a lot when I was younger to try to to get into clubs and stuff, whether mm-hmm. to perform or to just go with friends. Yeah, but I don't. I've never lied and said I was younger than I was. I think I've lied and said I was older than I was. Actually, I think I specifically remember doing that back when Yahoo chat rooms were popular that was another thing yeah yeah, yeah i used yeah. to lie there there was a thing called college club <laughs> yeah. that i used to get on that. Oh, yeah. thank you people act like i'm crazy <laughs> college club thank was you, banging dude. back yeah. in the day a lot of people that see, was like the facebook i guess i never have to bring it up around y'all but whenever i yes. bring up college clubs other people they're like a what that was hot back in the day <laughs> it was and, and, and i used to lie and say i was older than i was all the time yeah and when college club had them adult chat rooms and stuff i met someone off well i almost did anyways continue have you ever have you ever showered with someone of the opposite sex? Yes. No. No. And also yes to the other. <laughs> <laughs> you should have asked that first. Yes. But nah, I haven't. <laughs> I like joint showers. Yeah, joint showers. Are they fun. are, you know, they the save thing us is water. Though, if I take a shower with you, like an erotic shower, I want to have to like, pre. I, I like to pre-shower so I know I'm clean. Yeah, yeah, that, no, way, feel you. that way it could just be about sensuality. Yeah, if I, when, about I'm, when I'm trying musk. to shower for cleanliness, I need to just do me. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, nah, I feel but, you. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever had to wear special clothes to cover up a hickey? Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's pretty easy. And, and there we go. <laughs> be well, sweating. I, I, already, I get hot. I'd be just sweating down. Huh? What? No, I, I just want to wear a turtleneck right, in a New right. Orleans June because um I like them. Big ass scarf on. Right. <laughs> I know the answer to I'm, I'm a diva, so right. <laughs> I sing opera I'm a music vocalist. and <laughs> gotta protect my voice. No other reason. <laughs> Have you oh gosh. Have you ever spent the night sleeping by the toilet? No, y'all know I don't drink, so no. Um, Michael's like, is there, is there a dare option? <laughs> we we already know the answer to this question. Uh, exactly. Did I fall asleep? Yes, I have. Well, I fell asleep. Well, you but fell asleep, I did because y'all got me got out of there. Because yeah. I had to use the bathroom. <laughs> yes. And I was well, in the shower. And I was waiting. But I talked, I chatted with Demarcus. I said, Demarcus is a true friend because <laughs> I had given up on you. Yeah. <laughs> it was just one time, y'all. We'll get to Demarcus, that another time. But yes. <laughs> the I answer think, is yes. I think if anything, <laughs> listeners, what you could take away from this is Michael is not as squeaky clean as he appears. <laughs> exactly. That is true. Egging houses, stealing money, drinking. <laughs> drinking. Debauchery, just, just debauchery. Just, all yeah. 
<laughs> just living fast. Right. Fast living. Lasciviousness. <laughs> I'm going to say yes, and it was my 21st birthday, and I don't remember most of it. Mm. <laughs> but I do remember specifically sleeping next right, to the t- right. Exactly. <laughs> I don't remember most of that. That is too funny. Have you ever had sex with a person whose name you didn't know? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> Let me learn some new things about y'all. Who was Yes, it? she lied to me about her name though. So I knew a name. She? Mm. No, I'm, I'm, I'm it was back. <laughs> don't, that's a whole other conversation. But it was back in the day. I had, I had something to prove. Yeah, that's I all. That's you. all. That's all. We were just talking about that. But right, that's all that was. That's all that was. Yes. And we're moving on. Moving <laughs> on. <laughs> moving on. Oh, this should be interesting. Have you ever fooled around with someone outside in nature? Yes. Have I? I can't remember. I don't think so. I think that's something I've been wanting to do. If somebody gave me head out in the woods that's fooling around. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's okay, what then, I need. Oh, yeah. Then, yeah, I fooled around. <laughs> I, would love, I would love that. But no, I have to say no. Then, yeah, I fooled around. <laughs> Not in nature. Uh, Yeah. 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 I'm going to say yeah. I would that like one. to, though. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> exciting. Makes if, you feel if it's, like if it's pleasant outside, <laughs> yeah. If it's if it's pleasant, <laughs> you know, well, yeah, yeah. yeah All that shit, kissing and shit in the rain. I, I went on this date that. years ago, and mm. this dude, it was freezing outside. He wants to have like a romantic. It looked scenic outside, yeah. but I was like, dude, it's cold as hell out here. You can't yep. enjoy that. Yeah, I wasn't. I was not. I was like, there's nothing sexy about this. Nothing. Hmm. This should be interesting. This is actually a little bit further back from what we are talking about currently but have you ever cheated on a test or an exam yes 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 i have i have i've cheated on i've cheated and i've let someone cheat off of me Hmm. i've done both i have definitely done that yeah actually i I did both cheated and let someone cheat off of Mm -hmm. my paper yeah (laughs) Yeah. we're so terrible we're going to hell it's life we're hell (laughs) So let me stop. Um, <laughs> let me not do it. Gotta do what you got to do to survive. All right. Life skills. All right. Shit. I'll do a couple more of these. Have you? What? Um, <laughs> oh, really? Lord. I'm skipping. No, I'm oh, skipping Damn. some of these. Damn. Okay. No, because it, it doesn't make any sense. I'll ask the question anyway. But this why is the y'all one do that? I'm gonna skip. pull up this other topic. It said, "Have you ever been fooling around in a car and accidentally honked the horn?" <laughs> no. You know what? <laughs> You, you better not say yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was actually gonna skip this question. That's funny though. I, I I'm, I'm gonna save the story. I don't know if I can do this yet. <laughs> I might need more time to pass. Come oh. on, more time. I might need more time to pass before I can tell this. Story. That is too oh funny. My. I want to get the deets. I'm curious now. My parents ever find out? They'd probably be highly upset. Oh my! Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> I got to know. You might as well tell us now. Now I understand what's going on. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Yeah, I I've been caught out in the woods in a car by the park ranger. Oh, oh wow! Oh. I've never had that before. And yeah. we were really going at it, and we had honked the horn. <laughs> oh my gosh! And that's what that is like a movie. That's what scene. made him come out what's, there. what's so funny is I was petrified because the car I was in was my dad's. Uh, one of my dad's friends was the head of theology at a university that shall remain nameless, <laughs> and right. I was in his car. Oh wow! And um, that he let me use to go job hunting and stuff after <laughs> Katrina, and um, but the police officer, or whatever you call them, the ranger, mm-hmm. he looked more scared than I was. He looked shocked because he, when we rolled down the window and he saw two guys, he looked like he was really freaked oh, out. Oh right, that. So that he, could, it, and yeah. he was just <laughs> wow. <laughs> he was really nice about it, but um, and I was super closeted at that time. Mm-hmm. I was so, so scared. All I could think about was I'm in the the car, my my minister father's like 
head of theology, mm-hmm. you know, best friend in his yeah, so it was crazy the car that he let me use. But yeah, so I would have been so scared. Oh my god. It's what it is. That yeah. was years ago though. That's that gonna be ago. a no for me. We don't honk horns. You haven't lived. You gotta live. Now, I didn't say there was no sex in the car. I'm we just, just didn't honk the damn yeah. horn. Well, some appendages. I'm not trying to get caught. Appendages Eric. just be swinging all willy nilly. Oh my god! Just <laughs> you better swing, swing. And I'll do two more. Have you ever had a dream about a teacher or someone you work with? You mean sexual or just a dream? Let's just throw sexual in there just because. Hmm. Someone I work with. Not who I work with. Oh, wait. No. I have had a dream about a teacher before. I don't think I've I had one too. about a teacher. But you either. know, my first experience with a guy sexy. was with a teacher. Yeah. So, oh, right. Yeah. I'll just say that. Keep it. I right. have to say a no. I'm going to say yes. It was a teacher. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I Lord, won't say what teacher. I sure Lord. won't say what teacher because they might be listening to this podcast. Yeah, I don't want to get be. them in trouble. So I'm, I just say teacher to keep it nice and. Oh, well, well, let me ask. You, oh, well, that's too much. I'll ask when we turn it off. <laughs> uh, but what I'm going to ask, I'm curious about what level of education were y'all at at the time? Ooh. But that I, might be too much because I, I, like I was in college. Okay, so you were in college. I had so many male teachers, they can't narrow it down from that. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I can't disclose that. Uh, yeah, no, I thought <laughs> you in elementary school. No, I'm yeah. Well, no. Um, no. Last one, and it's really simple. Have you ever gone skinny dipping? No, but I would like to do that if the water's not cold. Does a hot tub count? It's not swimming. Uh, Probably not. Okay, I would say then no. 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 I don't think I ever have either, but I definitely want to. Yeah. I just want to. Have I? No, no. Yeah, no. I love to swim though. I do too. I would love to swim naked if it wasn't for everybody else's like, you know, laws and shit. Right. <laughs> we can go to a new beach. <laughs> oh maybe I will. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like swimming in the ocean. I know I like some <laughs> swimming at in like a pool. <laughs> yeah. I, I wanna be able to see yeah, kind of like exactly. what's in the water. Yeah, I'm gonna see if something brushes against my leg. I won't scream anything, but I don't like it. Exactly. Right. Like, yeah. Once I'm like, it happens, I'm out of the water. And Marcus, when we were kids, Marcus got stung by a stingray, and I've never see? forgotten that. Oh, uh-huh. see, no, I can't Hell do that. No. Yeah. Finally. Yeah, I have not. Mm-mm. Well, that's the yeah. end of that. I can't mess with that. That was cool. Thank you guys that for was indulging. Cool. We'll have to do that again. Yeah, I have to find some more. Oh. Good questions. So, do we want to jump into this one now? Does there anything else we want to do first? We can jump into that one. Okay. I mean, it's whatever. Yeah. Okay, so whatever. we read this to you all um, in our last podcast, and we said we were going to talk about it this week. So, I'm going to read it again. Let me skip around some things so I don't reveal any identity. Could you guys speak on mental health, particularly depression, anxiety, and trauma, if applicable? Um, let's see. I remember you mentioned you have contemplated suicide before. How have you overcome this? What about the feeling of being alone? And uh, that is it. So we, I'll keep this open so we can kind of refer back to it. By open, I'm talking about on my new iPhone 6S Plus. So we can go ahead. <laughs> I got a new phone, y'all. My phone <coughs> went bonkers, my old one. But anyway, so let's, let's get started. So does anyone want to start? And we can all just well, kind of go around. If I'm remembering correctly, the suicidal thing was me, unless you guys mentioned I something think I too. Touched in okay, too. so a little bit. Yeah, and mine was very specific. I think that when it comes to mental health, I I can be pretty concise. I think there's two facets. I think there's chemical and then there's life. Mm-hmm. And what I don't like is I think sometimes people resort to sometimes people resort to medication because they need to. Mm-hmm. But sometimes your life is just fucked up and you just need it's not a chemical thing. It's not that you need a medication. Right. You need to get your life together. I had mm-hmm. a family member who told me that he felt he needs to take drugs. I'm like, dude. 
your life is horrible. Like, it's not drugs. Like, you just need to get your life together. Your finances mm-hmm. are crappy. You've made bad decisions. If I had your life, I'd be depressed too. It's not mm-hmm. a, it's not an inexplicable thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and for me, when I was uh, suicidal, I was brainwashed by the church. I do mm-hmm. consider myself to have been mentally and psycho- psychologically mentally, it's so redundant, but myself to have been psychologically abused by the church with what I was taught. Mm-hmm. And I had saved money to, to pay a large sum to do, to, uh, uh, participate in an exodus ministries program which is now defunct mm-hmm. and i found out that two of the heads had come out as gay mm-hmm. and i was devastated because they had packages this particular thing i was doing and i barely had enough money for the low level package i'm like if the person at the top with all the resources couldn't do it what hope do i have yeah and i was super christian and super religious and i i consider myself brainwashed at that time in my life and um I was re- and I was ready to kill myself. Mm-hmm. And thanks to Marcus, my younger brother, who I mentioned a lot in the podcast, I didn't. And that's I'm giving you the short version. But mm-hmm. basically, for me, healing, I felt very much so alone. Mm-hmm. And this is part of why, even though I understand the whole DL phenomenon, it's part of the reason why I speak out. Even though many members of my family and many friends have said, like, "Why are you out? You can pass for straight or whatever." And it's because at the time I felt so alone. Mm-hmm. Years later, I found out that there were other people not far <laughs> from mm-hmm. me who were who in the name of privacy were keeping their sexuality private and right. had i known that they were dealing with it even a fraction guys 10 and 20 years my senior if i just would have known i wouldn't have felt so alone mm-hmm. yeah. and so i feel like now i have the attitude of i speak out because someone's counting on me somewhere mm-hmm. i may not yep. know who he or she is but someone somewhere is counting on me and since we've been doing the podcast, a lot of people have sent in messages, mm-hmm. people from as far away as London and mm-hmm. Africa to as close by as D.C. And so, um, yeah, for me, I did feel alone with that. <clears throat> and um, speaking out, as scary as it was, was the, was the cure mm-hmm. for, for me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Demarcus, depression, anxiety, anxiety, trauma, suicide. You can pick any of those. And whichever one you pick, how did you overcome it? Or, or what about the feeling of being alone, all of that? Um, well, I've dealt with a lot of those things. I think we kind of all have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I will touch on the anxiety part. Um, but like Eric's mm. mention, Eric has mentioned, um, for me, the anxiety, I think, was was uh stem was stemming from life situations. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't experience anxiety at the level that I did until I was working at a specific company. (laughs) Um, I get it. And having worked there by this time, it was around like five years or so, four or five years. You Um, got you some money. mm -hmm. Yeah. It was, Oh, might have been a song. <laughs> a sign from the Lord. Just kidding. No, the lights are flickering, guys. Um, <laughs> Sue, 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 Sue. No, um, I, I didn't know what was going on at the time um, because I started experiencing extreme stress and pain in my body, uh, and it was just it was it was weird. It was new for me, and initially. And you remember this because mm-hmm. I remember when I first went to yeah I don't know I don't know what's going Y'all on. Y'all the lights are flickering. We don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, so is it the still Lord recording? don't want me talk about this or something. Yeah, I know, uh, right? <laughs> let me stop. Speak your truth to Marcus. <laughs> Speak but, it. Um, initially, when I first went to uh, to see a doctor about what was going on with me, mm-hmm. um, it was 
thought that a lot of it had to do with like lactose mm-hmm. and whatnot, mm-hmm. and which I initially <clears throat> went with because it, it made sense after I ate something, I got sick and blah, blah, blah. Um, but it, it just seemed to happen all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. But a couple years later, I started finding myself um, with extreme stomach pain, not mm-hmm. from like anything other than just like cramping up from the feeling of having to go do something that I didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, shaking. Uh, and then as far as depression, you know, just crying on a, on a whim, sometimes calling my friends, letting them know mm-hmm. I want to kill myself. <laughs> like, I really feel like I want to die today because mm-hmm. I, I feel like my life means nothing to me right now. So you said it wasn't Having chemical, to, but it was life stuff. I'm pretty sure it was mostly life stuff. I'm like, not going like to say the that. Job yeah. Stuff. yeah. Um, there are some things that happened to me throughout mm-hmm. the year, typically at the same mm-hmm. time of year that seems to be chemically induced. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Based on what my doctor. So the chemical me. stuff might've exacerbated the other stuff. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, as far as overcoming it, well, well, I did take drugs, but um, but well, the drugs, you mean but medication? Drugs, no, yes, yes. but I needed, I, yes. I needed it. What kind of drugs? Not the name, Pres- but medication, prescription, prescription, medi- prescription yes, medication. If you need to take prescription oh medication, prescription that's a different. Medication, yeah. to stop from killing yourself. Right. right, that's a whole different thing. I'm just talking about this particular person I was referring to was just lazy. Right. Yeah. No, I I, I took prescription medication um, because I I needed it mm-hmm. and still do um but 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 that's because of chemically what's going on in my head but the other factor that was kind of pushing the anxiety is is now gone yeah so even though i've still gone through life stuff Mm -hmm. outside of um of working in that place i feel a lot better you know so it it really the only advice i can give is to if you if you know that there are things Mm -hmm. that are causing anxiety or causing depression because those factors can't exist i'm not saying that depression mm-hmm. you know uh, some people try to explain it and they say well you don't understand you know it's just i i get it mm-hmm. i know what depression is mm-hmm. and i know that there does not have to be and and people need to get that people need to know that mm-hmm. there does not have to be an outside factor for someone to be depressed right learn that that's important so yeah. if someone's telling you that they're feeling down or depressed don't necessarily say well what's going on in your life that's not always Mm -hmm. the case sometimes Mm -hmm. chemically they're just not doing well and i've Mm -hmm. been there i am i'm there like every year and that's why i think everything needs to be looked at i think Mm -hmm. you shouldn't jump to drugs or shouldn't jump jump to whatever you need to have to evaluate exactly you need to to evaluate Mm -hmm. the whole the whole picture exactly definitely because i i i knew when i was not happy Mm -hmm. at work and i knew that that was something that if i didn't get rid of i probably would have killed i'm not lying i would have killed myself Mm -hmm. and there are people at that workplace that have mm-hmm. quit and killed yeah. themselves because they felt like there mm-hmm. was nothing else to their lives mm-hmm. so and and actually working there i've and see, never to me known. that's an external thing yeah that's, exactly that's that's mm-hmm. like people will that's be real. like like i started having panic attacks right after hurricane katrina yeah but i convinced myself that i was okay and what i've learned is that people have an incredible capacity to lie to themselves exactly. they have an uncanny ability mm-hmm. to lie to themselves so there was a long time like I would I wouldn't be able to breathe. I would break out into cold sweats. My shirts would be drenched. Um, I would feel like everything was just kind of caving in. But yeah. right after Katrina coming up to D.C., the Northeast, where people in general were really cold and yeah. harsh, mm-hmm. and um, like y'all know the stories. But basically, people kind of had the attitude in general of don't expect no handout. So I came up here immediately, began working my ass off, and I never had a chance to digest 
digest being trapped in an attic for three days and what and seeing the things that I'd seen and exactly. losing everything and losing people. I didn't have a chance. I came up here and immediately started working. Yeah. And when I started having panic attacks because I was lying to myself, I was like, this is coming out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And then when I paused and talked to my to sister, I was a psychiatrist, and she was like, this is PTSD. Eric. And when yeah. I really started talking, what I've learned is that, with especially with the eyes before living, people will lie to your face yep. like because they're lying to themselves like that's not true i do not feel this way but they do and yep. the reason why mm-hmm. i know is i teach you guys you know with the vocal stuff mm-hmm. it manifests in your body there are times mm-hmm. when i can literally see physically based on people's how people are holding themselves reading yep. body language that they're lying yep. about how they feel like you're you're there's something mm-hmm. going on and so i think that I, the problem I have with Western medicine is we're so quick to throw drugs at everything. everything I'm not yeah. saying that they're never the answer, but they're, we're so quick to throw drugs at everything without ever considering for even a second, you know, like, damn, maybe there's some physical or some mental components. Because mm-hmm. like, diet can affect oh, yeah. a lot of your um, like serotonin and stuff. It, production is so affected by your gut health. Yep. So if you're eating a bunch of inflammatory foods, you can't if you're if you're breathing poorly if you're eating poorly if you're not sleeping it does affect you chemically mm-hmm. the thing the thing that's funny is you are chemically imbalanced but there are things you could do to fix it mm-hmm. right so it's exactly, not an exactly. arbitrary chemical thing yeah even weather and and seasonal stuff it's chemical but it's not like this magical mysterious random chemical thing that yeah. some people mm-hmm. seem to think it is oh i'm just sad because like uh, there's don't be so quick to to depower yourself i feel like mainstream western medicine teaches us that we're helpless. Right. And that there's nothing mm-hmm. we can do but take a bunch right. of drugs that will cause a myriad of other problems. Exactly. And that's just, just with, not true. I was talking true. to somebody about that the other day. Yeah, that's day. not true. Yeah. Like, I had such severe anxiety attacks that it was crippling. I started bringing extra clothes with me because anytime I had a severe anxiety attack, I would be drenched with sweat mm-hmm. and I couldn't even fake it. And so I just kind of start to accept that this was going to be my life. Yeah. But through meditation and through um, breath work and body work mm-hmm. and through just being fucking real with myself about how I really felt. Mm-hmm. Like DeMarcus said, if you have a job that does not fulfill you or bring you joy, mm-hmm. a lot of times people say, oh, that's not the reason because they think it's normal. Exactly. Because it's so common. That's, but if yeah. your soul is being crushed, mm-hmm. no matter how commonplace it may be mm-hmm. where you are, there is a that's a reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not a mysterious thing. Mm-hmm. There's something... Just sometimes you just have to be a little courageous. Sometimes I'm not yep. just saying like, oh, well, if you're, you know, if you're sad, just get over it. But what I'm saying is, mm-hmm. before you take some drugs, because you might need them, but just really, honestly evaluate: are there real reasons, mm-hmm. and what can I do? Is that would be my my advice? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And what, in addition to you taking medication at one point to help you through the depression, is there anything else that helps you to deal with what you my, went through? My friend. Well, I had to first of all get myself out of the funk like mm-hmm. so i relied on really friends i say family because you guys are family too <laughs> group hug no, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> no i i i really relied on my friends to kind of help me with that because i felt that as long as i was laying in the bed and feeling that way i was never going to get out of it Mm -hmm. no matter what i did i also channeled my energy or attempted to anyway channel my energy into doing new things Mm -hmm. kind of like when i started the stop motion stuff Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. like that Mm -hmm. helped me not focus on everything that i was going through at the time Mm -hmm. um and yeah, and that helped. I, I mean, think, so I think there's a study of some sort that I'm, I'm trying not to misquote that says that being involved in like mm-hmm. creative, channeling your energy yeah. creatively can help 
with yeah. joy and happiness yeah. and stuff. I can yeah. see that. And I, yeah. and, and I, I thought it was weird, that. or I thought it was funny because, like I said, with the whole seasonal depression thing, mm-hmm. um, which I which is really just based on, well, there's a lot like of like melatonin with that. and a whole bunch of stuff. Well, yeah, because yeah. you know, coming, they say a lot of people who move to different regions, yes, mm-hmm. they go yes. through that because yes. Yes. you're experiencing winter in a yeah. different part of the United States Definitely. versus right. what you're used to, or what your body's Definitely. gotten used to over like 20 years, right? So you know, moving here, I didn't, I didn't first experience that until I moved to Philadelphia, and mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I just mm-hmm. feel yeah. Yeah. down, but yeah. I started to understand. Yeah, there's no, there's a lack of sunlight. Yeah. I'm indoors a lot more, mm-hmm. and there's just a lot that goes with that. So I find myself feeling that way a lot more in like December, mm-hmm. January, February ish. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, times of the year were you able to pull back on the medication as you changed job situations and yes. became more did the did the simple awareness of what was going on help at all yeah absolutely yeah. it did mm-hmm. it did i was able to pull back on meds at the you know when i, mm-hmm. I consulted with my doctor right. about it yeah, right, right. and kind of let them know like this mm-hmm. is what's going on mm-hmm. you know what do you think like what should i do at this point and you um, left your job as well. I did. I'm just repeating that. Some yeah, people yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, I left. I left my job. Mm-hmm. Um, that job thing, y'all, to me, is no, a, it, no, it's real. Is a big, I mean, because y'all, big, y'all know, it's a big, y'all know, I'm is. not the only one that yeah. worked there. So yeah, you know, yeah, like, that, you have another body, another friend of ours yeah. who worked there as well, and it was it was a similar situation. Yeah, and it's it, it's real. Like that yeah, shit I have is a friend real. who I don't yeah. want to say his name because I I don't know if he wants his business out there, but he came a successful di- he became a successful director, but before he had a high paying corporate mm-hmm. job mm-hmm. like he had an amazing place like where he lived and stuff it was like it looked like some out of a tv show and he had like amazing car very nice guy he's also saying and stuff too but um i met him because he came to me for lessons yeah and um what's so crazy is he went through a deep depression and he told me that um it got to a point where he would come to work in his office, turn on his computer and just feel tired immediately. Yeah, like he, was, he was like, he would turn on his computer. Eric, he was like, Eric, it was, the start, of the, he was like, it was the start you. of the day. He's like, I just felt like, he was like, Eric, it was killing my soul. Yep. And he just quit. And, he, and he, he had to go to a smaller house and everything. But mm. now he's successful again, doing mm. what he loves. And he's so, it's funny because I feel like I'm just now seeing him. I've known him for years. Right. But I feel like I'm just now meeting the real him. Exactly. Because like, I feel like somebody turned the light on inside yeah. or something. Mm, yeah. And I'm like, damn, I never even knew this was you. You always seem like a nice guy, but now I feel like I'm meeting mm. you. You and, know, and, yeah. and see, that's that's one thing that's important as well is that people tend to think that, oh, you have this great paying job. Money will make you happy. No, it won't. It really yeah, won't. Sure I won't. was making so much money at that job, mm. but I Look at the celebrities like, and all the shit they go there. through. Right. Look at, yeah, exactly. Not to, exactly. Be, not to be crass or disrespectful, but look at what happened to Whitney Houston. Mm. No, I'll just leave it at though. that. Mm-hmm. Britney Spears shaving her head in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. The stuff with Chris Brown. Stuff with Michael Jackson. Jackson. What piece? Well, I'm not saying money is wrong. Right. Right. But if I feel like obviously it's not the cure. It's not exactly. It's it's definitely not a cure for happiness anyway. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I I was glad I made the decisions that I did. Like I said, I you know, there's been other things in between, but ultimately I'm a lot happier now than I was. What's funny in my experience (laughs) when you focus on what you love, the money comes. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's true. You know, that's true. Just with anything, if you if you just continue to do it well, yep. like I saw a meme on Instagram saying you can be fired from your job, but you can't be fired from your passion. Right, that's true. And so yeah, right. you, you can't yeah. give that up. That's not something that you know. That is so true. So yeah, I mean that's pretty much all I have. I feel mm-hmm. that's very enlightening. I, I learned some like, yeah. new tidbits about that that I didn't know about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, for me, um, the thing that crosses my mind is anxiety. I've talked about performance anxiety before, which yeah. is more musically related. Mm -hmm. But on another side, I don't know if there's a if this is the actual clinical term, mm -hmm. but I think of social anxiety. Oh yeah, yeah. And so right, yes. the reason why, in hindsight, I feel that might have been an issue is because I would be in such a si certain situations where the presence of people would just really affect me, not just emotionally but mentally yeah, and even physically. Yeah. Like my, my yeah, body would have yeah. a reaction and. I can laugh about it now, but when I think about it, I was like, Michael, that's kind of like, why did you, why did that happen? I remember one time I was in college. I was a freshman in college, so I was like 17. And I was at a track meet, and I was, I think I told y'all this once, I was sitting at the top of the bleachers. Mm -hmm. And so I had to use the bathroom. Like, just use the bathroom, that's it. Uh, yeah. But I didn't go up to, I didn't get up to walk down to go use the bathroom because I was so paranoid about what the people who were below me were uh -huh. going to say when I walked by them. And it might be like, like, like based on what? Exactly. So this is what I'm thinking. So growing up, I, I know I've told you guys this before. Growing up, I was teased a lot because I had extremely flamboyant mannerisms. Oh. Wait, how old so, were you when this was happening? But this was in college. I was 17. Oh, okay. Okay. I was 17. So I had extremely flamboyant mannerisms and getting teased at school all the time. You know, a little girl, a little faggot, all this kind of stuff. And I was also extremely thin. And so people like <laughs> yeah, grab my seen, arm. Seen I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so people like grab my arm. I have and no like, sympathy for you with that. I know, like, right? I was a fat boy. So <laughs> <laughs> no sympathy on that. Right, part, right. But, yeah. but they would like grab my arm and like work their way up, you know, my, my elbow and show how skinny I was or oh, whatever. Wow. And I, I've had family members who, in the heat of the moment of arguing, would like call me a faggot. And when I say family members, I mean... Yes. Family, yes. Members. Yes. family members yes. just keep it that way yeah and so i remember all of those instances and so going through school i think the teasing and stuff i just developed a complex about how people saw me uh -huh. and how they viewed me and yeah. so and not just my physical appearance but how i moved how i walked how i mm. talked everything and so had that being in my mind and i guess engraved in my psyche you know, fast forward a couple years later, I'm at the top of the bleachers. I had to go use the bathroom, but what are people going to say when I walk by? Am I going to yeah. move in a certain way? And they're like, he he walks white. Am I going to move in a certain way? He looks like a girl. He looks like a faggot. You know, I just didn't know. I really know. appreciate you sharing that because I never would have guessed. Yeah, yeah. You know? it, was, yeah. It, was, never, it was crazy. Yeah. And so I've, I've had a couple instances like that where I was so concerned about what others thought. And so, like I said, it would cause physical reactions. Yeah, yeah. And then sometimes... A couple years after that, well, like maybe 10 years after that, when I started vocal coaching, I remember one time I was teaching a client and all of a sudden, like I got hot and I felt like I was going to vomit Sorry. and I was, you're good. And I had to like sit down and like finish the lesson and stuff. And so uh -huh. I would have just random outbreaks like that. Not often, not often, but it's I, actually similar to how my panic attacks were. Yeah. So, and I didn't yeah. even know if that's what, it, if that, that's what it was, you know, I just, mm -hmm. I didn't have any term for it. I was like, oh, well, this is just whatever. But, um, but all that to say to kind of fast forward to how I got through that, because I haven't had any of those attacks. I don't care about walking by people to go yeah. somewhere, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, it might have also been related to the sexuality thing, because when you hide your identity for so long yes. and you attempt to yeah. try to change a part of your essence yeah. that is not supposed to be changed, I would say, right. then that takes a toll on your own mental health. Yep. I'm so I'm glad you brought that up, because same. I think a big part of my anxiety attacks, too, were... Yeah was not so much me trying to change the way I acted or talked, but just having to, dealing with, there was like this um, irrational belief that people could somehow just tell. Yes. Just just somehow. Right, exactly. I didn't even, 
there's, I, I was never, I didn't have that experience growing up where yeah. people even gave me that complex in particular. Yeah, 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 yeah. But somehow, I guess being in the church, oh, I just felt like people had like some kind of spiritual x-ray vision where they could just see. Right. Or I would just try to catch myself. Most of my interaction with a guy that I would find attractive or something like right. that. And make sure I didn't, my eyes wouldn't linger too long or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that that was a just, just not being able to kind of live your truth yeah. is a powerful thing. I like, it's not, my point is, even without having a, something a specific thing to fixate on Mm -hmm. um i still just felt like a general sense of anxiety about like just constantly having to talk around it move around it making myself date women in order to try to you know Mm -hmm. just doing stuff that was against what i really felt it's as 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 hokey as it may sound to some people i feel like when you don't live in your truth right it's just like a it, it kills you yeah, yeah. It takes and, toll. and, and it takes that toll. that kind of was how i was able to come out of those situations was to really assess well for one let me back up i left the church <laughs> so let's just say that because the church and was not just helping lost me one more list right, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to, I, I had to, right i had to leave the church because it was weekly daily hourly minute abuse. by minute yes yeah. it was a psychological abuse which reminds I, me of that uh superman I couldn't find any relief or the relief was was temporary. You know, I, mm-hmm. I thought that through worship and through praise and through prayer and through yep. giving that yep. I would be delivered and I would be fasting. Yeah. In fact, oh, my God, fasting and praying. Yes. And because um, that's what really drives the demons out, according to the Gospels. But anyhow, so well, in the apocryphal books, they talk about if you light a certain fish head on, on with certain oils, it right. drive away demons, too. Right. But we left those parts out. Of the Bible. They got, <laughs> they got <laughs> magic charm. Exactly. Look up the apocryphal books. Exactly. I'm not making it up. You ain't. I'm but <laughs> I, had, I, I cannot. I had to assess what factors in my life were causing me distress mm. or yeah, putting me in a, yeah. in a distressful state. Yeah. And so then once I started to extract them out or rather extract myself out of those situations, then stuff started to improve. Exactly. You know what I mean? And so between that and similar to you with friends um, who allowed me to embrace myself, you know, and, and also and family members, you know, even some of the same family members that may have given me a hard time um, started to be helpful as well. So through family, through friends, through taking myself out of those crazy situations and then meditation and living my truth, as you said, all of those things helped Combined me. One to thing be that more Michael said universal. that I feel like I have to go back to is that in my experience, like I'm not a psychiatrist, but mm. I just, just from living life and working with so many people, I find that part of the cure, in my opinion, for a lot of people it's just, and I know this with Mike to be true. Mm. I have a lot of respect for Mike in one for one because y'all know I hate a coward. Mm. Yeah. Well, not hate, you know what I mean. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I strongly detest cowards. And I feel like I see people lie to themselves so much. And I'm really good at reading people. Mm. And I can also see when somebody's good at being honest with themselves. I respect somebody like Mike so much because, not that I don't respect, you know, I'm talking about Mike. But, <laughs> but because say, there, are certain truths, <laughs> there are certain truths that are hard to admit to yourself. Yeah, And I feel like part of depression is that you can feel so powerless mm-hmm. and i think my problem with western medicine is not that the medication itself but that they're so quick to go there mm-hmm. without giving you a chance to save yourself a little bit right. and part of it is being brave enough to be really honest with yourself like what is really making me upset mm-hmm. um and if if you don't know an answer if you honestly don't then maybe you do just need to go and yeah. get some medication but yeah. i think in a lot of cases maybe more than people think there's something that maybe you don't want to look at. Some of, the, some of the issues Mike talked about, I know some other people dealing with them now and they do not want to acknowledge them. Mm-hmm. And you know who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. And they do not want to be real about mm-hmm. what's really going on. And yeah. they're, they're in a place of self-hate. Right. And they're in a place of 
denial and they're wondering why stuff's not going right mm -hmm. and anybody from the outside can see clear as day mm -hmm. what's going on but they don't want to face it and at some point you i think sometimes you have to rescue yourself you do and you have to be like sometimes just be real about and it could be painful it can be embarrassing it can mm -hmm. be shameful but sometimes you just have to face it and be like this is this is what it is yeah and i feel like that's the only way you could like pull yourself out sometimes right yeah, yeah. exactly exactly and something just popped in my mind just to kind of clarify this i mentioned about when i was trying to walk down the bleachers or i did not and i mm -hmm. wanted to about what they think i was walking white or whatever the reason why i even mentioned that that seemed like that was kind of out of left field growing up um you know i actually grew up in a multicultural um environment but there were the majority was white though mm -hmm. but there was a lot of black people a lot of us mm -hmm. um but the whole stigma or the whole stereotype i should say stereotype about in a certain way that you walk and that you talk can be indicative of your race or your culture or whatnot yes. i would have been one of the yeah, younger can guys we, can who, we talk about that yeah are i would have been one of, are we still on the on yeah, no subject? i mean it's all segue okay, it's I, a good segue yeah, i want to talk about this. yeah it's a good segue i would have been one of the ones who culturally would have been thought i was a, like a white boy you know <laughs> it's not you no it's no no i'm with you you know it's, just just based off I of certain things that we yeah, that we do that to each other. You know yeah. what it is? Black yeah. people are so backwards in some ways. I'm, and I'm not, I was just telling the student earlier, I'm not racist because I don't think it's genetic. Yeah. But certain cultures, we have certain, so white people do stuff, white Americans specifically do certain things, black Americans. I was watching the little Preachers of Atlanta show that's out. I watched oh the first my, episode. I don't know if I have and, 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 and Leandria's husband, who had a baby possibly by another woman, I didn't see nothing else. Mm. He was like, You need to support me as a man. Mm. And I was like, The fuck? Mm. You went and got another woman pregnant. Right. We have so many backwards ass. And I, and right. I just thought when you mentioned, about mm -hmm. i hate that with black people we're with, with with a sect of black people to speak using like correct english or to not be basically right. a neanderthal means you're being white exactly right? exactly i hate that too i gr growing up i used to hear that as well yeah, yeah. um and, and and it was more so the things that i was interested in yeah um and the anime. things that i like to do Anim anime what kind of music reading is books about dinosaurs <laughs> yeah reading i mean just all these things like even now uh or i would say recently within the last few years or so mm. still hearing it from family members because i like stuff like skiing mm. you know like, oh you y'all know he ain't he ain't nothing but a little white boy he likes to do white mm. those white things mm -hmm. okay i mean if you want to you know degrade yourself you know shame by, by all means right keep yourself in that little black box i guess right i mean <laughs> no pun, so to speak. Intended. Oh, pun intended, intended. Pun intended. <laughs> keep yourself in a little black box and you right know, and i'll just keep living my life but i i, I always thought that was interesting mm. whenever my family would tell you know me this stuff is like random that. too this yeah not related yeah. exactly but it's kind of related one thing i noticed too some of the people that i've known personally to have issues with depression and with anxiety, mm -hmm. particularly anxiety. Every single person, present company included, who I've ever known to have issues with anxiety are also people who I consider to be highly intuitive people. Mm -hmm. And that some people listen probably going to be like, here, here it go. But mm -hmm. I do think that um, we also live in a culture that devalues intuition and teaches you that it's kind of like not real. Oh, oh yeah. And I think oh, yeah. that sometimes... Especially in the church. I think mm -hmm. sometimes your anxiety is, again, not a mysterious, magical thing. You're picking up real vibes from people. Right. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's a self-induced thing of you kind of punishing yourself. Yeah. But I think that there are times when not trust your instincts about stuff. Sometimes when something just really doesn't feel right, it doesn't necessarily mean you're crazy. You mm -hmm. might just be really picking up something. That, you might be in a situation that's not right for you. Yeah. You might be around people that are not right for you. Sometimes you got to listen. My reason, I, one thing I keep preaching, and y'all know, y'all probably tired of it, but <laughs> I just, 
I just want people to know you're not helpless all the time. You're not weak all the time. Yeah. And I feel like our society kind of trains you to think to be that way. Right. And sometimes, like even the whole, oh, you're sensitive. No, it's not you're sensitive as in you're weak. Right. You're sensitive as if as in you have a very strong perception. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you might pick up on stuff that will other people might miss. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the key is not in blocking that out, yeah. but in trusting it, like yep. honing in on it. And trusting what you're picking up, because you might you might be in danger, girl. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. right. Molly, you in danger. You in danger, girl. <laughs> right, right, right. right Somebody won't know that reference. Go watch the movie Ghost. Yes. We have a lot of young people who live. <laughs> if y'all just, just watch it. Just go mm, watch the movie right. Ghost. So Enjoy true. it. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you're just really picking up on something that's... that's, that's there, there are times looking back, and like, in retrospect, I see that there are times when I had anxiety issues. And my anxiety was well founded. Mm-hmm. I knew things, or I was—I didn't—I didn't know everything, but I was picking up on something that I now know. Like Eric, that's why you felt that way because you were—you were picking up on some stuff. Yeah, you know that—that yeah. that reminds me. I had to kind of speak ambiguously a little bit, but it reminds me of a family member, a close. No, I feel friend. like I'm talking around stuff too. Yeah, no, I got <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. I feel like I'm, yeah. I feel like I'm talking around stuff. That's why too. I yeah. said. That's why I say family. Yeah, blanket. <laughs> blankets yeah they know who they are no 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 need to specify <laughs> it, it reminds me of a close family member where um particularly when i got into college and i would get a phone call or i would call a place to talk and if i if i would you know dial the number do 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 and they would pick up and say hello i would say hey such and such this is mike and their the change in their tone mm. it was just unbelievable to me yeah and the change what i mean is it wasn't happy it was kind of like Oh, hey, how are you doing? Such uh-huh, and such. Uh-huh. And it had that come from this particular person who knew me throughout my entire life, especially through the flamboyant stage uh-huh. and who really had an issue with it. Yeah. That was like, that really like hurt me. You know yeah, what I mean? Just yeah. to really hear that in your voice. Like, oh, okay, I thought we were supposed, I'm supposed to be your whatever. Yeah. But I can hear the disappointment in your voice even now when I'm past that phase and later in life. You know what I mean? Not that even though, I mean, it was a phase, but that shouldn't matter, but I can still hear it in your voice years later, yeah. you know? So yeah. I don't know. It just, it just really helped. And that reinforced my insecurities. Mm. You know what I mean? And just, and it made it longer before I was able to come That's to terms point. with myself. Sensitive, oh, yeah. intuitive people tend to retreat inward. Yes. As like a shield. Kind yes. Of thing yeah. Because you, because you pick up on subtle changes in inflection, yes. body language. Exactly. Yep. It's not this, it's not necessarily this magical thing, but you're picking up on very real things right. that, that may be perceived as subtle or non-existent to a regular person, but exactly. to you, they're glaring. Right. And, and you, can't, you can't not see or hear right. these things. Or even to that person, not that I ever told this person this, uh-huh. but like if I, I'm sure if I were to tell them, you know, every time I call or we talk, I can hear it in your voice like there's something because there. Because most people have no self-awareness. Ex- exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And you just feel like yeah. there's nothing that can be done. Yeah. But most, And I think on some level, some people do know, but they're too afraid. But that too. Yeah, so sometimes yeah. people are totally clueless, but sometimes there's a part of them that kind of knows, but they don't want to confront right. that. Exactly. Because yeah. people want to be the good guy. Yeah. Right. Nobody, nobody wants to be the bad guy. Exactly. Even though sometimes, at the very least, you're a co-conspirator. Mm-hmm. Right. At if, the very if, least. It's not the yeah. bad <laughs> Yeah. At the very least. Mm-mm-mm-mm. My lord. My lord. It's real. <laughs> it's really real. <laughs> it sure it's is. Real. It's real. So just to throw it in there, for the individual who wanted us to talk about the depression, anxiety, being alone, and all of that, hopefully there's something that's been said to any of you that can be beneficial. There's a lot of good advice. Just a quick recap. Yeah. Like, Dier said, get around people who 
love you. People yes. give you good vibes. Yes. Right. Seek professional help, especially if you feel suicidal. Exactly. You might need to take medication. Yeah. You know, I don't think that's what you should jump to immediately. Right. But also, don't rule it out. If you staying alive is the first point of action. Yeah. yeah. You know, and being like getting yourself together. Also, keep in mind that diet can play a factor. Yes. yes. And also, look at your do look at your life. Maybe talk to a professional about it about your job, and your living situation. I had another friend, and she was just really on the verge of wanting to kill herself as well. Again, mm. from the outside looking, your life is horrible. Of course you feel this way. Mm. Everything, an, abu- a, an abusive parent, mm-hmm. um, yeah. a boyfriend who treated her like crap, yeah. um, dealing with sickness, mm. uh, just just a whole bunch of stuff. Right. And also, I've known this person for years, always having a victim mentality mm, in yeah. life mm-hmm. and kind of... Um, yeah, just always waiting for somebody to save her. And I was like, people are selfish as fuck. You might need to save yourself. Save yourself, yeah, exactly. that's true. Even if saving yourself means going to see a psychiatrist and taking medication. I was going to say, might, I mean, yeah. honestly, yeah. doing getting a psychiatric uh, evaluation mm. is very beneficial. Mm-hmm. If you feel, if you're feeling all these things that Eric yes, yes. is mentioning, yeah. it's worth it's worth doing. It is. It really is. Because that way you can kind of, they they they'll look at everything exactly yeah and give you a kind of a plan or an idea of where you can go from there and the solution mm-hmm. might be that you see a therapist on a regular basis yeah or you I did might that need, too yeah or you might need mm-hmm. to take some medication it could be a whole bunch of stuff yeah I just want people to know that there are, um are options yeah you know? absolutely especially because yep. you know with the voice stuff you yeah. know what we do I treat I'm one of my claims to fame is I work with people with voice disorders and what's crazy is there's some there there's so many almost every voice disorder you can think of has a natural cure mm-hmm. through just getting your body together yep. mm-hmm. but I know people who are so quick their doctors are so quick to prescribe Botox injections yeah. or steroids or surgery Not and I'm like this is crazy there's no reason yep. why you should be doing exactly. this mm-hmm. and their doctors are so quick to do it mm-hmm. and don't get me wrong that's not all doctors but a lot of doctors are so quick because they want that insurance money. They want to whatever. Yep. And I'm like, just be, just trust yourself and trust your instincts. Because again, in, yeah. the, in the, I don't know where this person is contacting from, but in the West, I feel like we're taught that we're too stupid to possibly comprehend mm-hmm. science or yeah. the body. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's ridiculous. I'm not saying to ignore sound advice, mm-hmm. but if there's a part of you that doesn't feel right about it, maybe you should seek a second opinion yeah. or seek somebody else out. But I feel like, a lot of people make very big mistakes by, like I know in the, there are certain surgeries that black and Latino people get way more than white people oh, yeah. because we don't question it. Yep. And so like mm-hmm. like something like gallbladder removal, <laughs> white people, the, I have white clients who've been told they need it and then we'll go to see another doctor and they'll work around and be perfectly healthy. With young black and Latino people, I know they get it removed so fast with no question. Yeah. We're not taught to question things. That's so true. We're not taught to... Because we're taught on a, like, mm-hmm. my, a lot of minorities are taught that we can't, especially minorities, not just minorities, but especially us, we're taught that we can't possibly comprehend these things. Right. And so we just kind of throw ourselves at the mercy of whoever the expert is, quote unquote. Yeah. And they can be all the way wrong. Yeah. And one thing I know from science, I know our research like crazy, today's medical fact is next year's apology. Yep. Right. You know, because hip replacements are now considered a waste. Yeah, After mm-hmm. years and what, millions of people getting hip replacements, we now know the initial mm. AIDS drugs that came out, the World Health Organization admitted they did more harm than good, causing mm. AIDS symptoms. Like, people, <laughs> because of the way the scientific community works and people want to get credit and mm. people wanting to, they throw stuff out first. And then, and then later on, be like, yeah. "Oops, right, my sorry. bad, right, <laughs> my bad. That leg's not gonna grow back, but we're sorry, <laughs> right." You know, like, so just 
like the rule historically with science is that they make mistakes. Remember mm-hmm. when bread used to be the foundation of the food pyramid? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when <laughs> and when hydrogenated oil, remember hydrogenated oils which we now are so annoyed so bad, mm-hmm. that was meant to be a healthy alternative to real butter and right. coconut oil and stuff. So yep. science gets it wrong all the exactly. time. Yep. So just mm. you know, just be mindful of that. Mm-hmm. Like use your whole brain and empower yourself. Empower yourself. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah encourage yourself yeah. in the Lord oh, yes as I minister alright 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 <laughs> well uh, I'm good I'm good I'm too. good too that was a solid that was solid that was kind so of hopefully okay. that was beneficial to y'all share which share, share you your insight your, thank you for the question because i feel yeah, like that was, that was, yes, that that was, was very different to the individual our usual thank kind of more you. pop culture focused right. whatever yeah. that was a nice change of pace it was a nice change of pace and we would like to hear back from you all as well share your experiences whatever you feel comfortable sharing yeah you know hit us up on instagram facebook youtube, YouTube. whatever we got y'all questions. got it all y'all yeah. got it all any more topics y'all want us to address let us yeah, know questions topics whatevs whatever it might be and until next time next time next time <laughs> I'm trying to hold it now. Alright, man, be out of here. I couldn't hear. I couldn't right, hear. Peace. peace. <laughs>